Nitty greed is the line is tall. Flowing like a better take a wall. Nitty greed is the line is tall. We outline players up and show. Nitty greed is the line is tall. Don't like it better take a wall. Nitty greed is the line is tall. Line is tall. Nitty greed is the line is tall. Sound the alarms! Let's go! Let's go! What's going on, everybody? It's your Nitty Gritty Niners Talk. We're back with the preview edition 49ers Cowboys Playoffs. Let's go, Peachy. What's going on? Not much, man. I'm just getting excited about these, these playoffs and everything, man. I'm just afraid to get it on. This is history in the making, so I'm I'm really, really excited about it. History in the making. That's what yep. I'm talking about. Fair, I see you jumping in, man. What's going on, superstar? What's going on? What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? I'm just sipping on this hot tea, man. <laughs> it's kind of cold down here. You can hear my, my heater going on right now, man. I got the yeah. fireplace cranked up to the 85. There you go. That's the wave. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, let's get to the show, man. Let's get to the formalities. I see uh, our brother Mosby joining us very shortly, so we'll go let him pop himself in. Guys, we're on YouTube, so make sure you like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube today. You can also become a member for $4.99. Join that. You'll get an extra episode of Nitty Gritty Niners Talk. It's called After Dark because we discuss discuss things off the air, things we normally mm-hmm. don't talk about here on the show. And You're not going to want to miss this episode for this week, which will premiere on Saturday. So make sure you guys subscribe. And join the channel for $4.99. You can follow and subscribe to us on Twitch as well. After the, immediately after the show at around 11 p.m., I'm going to do the game simulation today because I will be traveling to Dallas on tomorrow. And then Saturday's my birthday. I don't want to play video games. I want to be in down and 49ers. Uh, that's all I want to talk about 49ers on Saturday. So I'll be doing the actual game tonight, 11 p.m., right here on Twitch. Follow, subscribe, twitch.tv. Subscribe for free. All right, and you won't get any commercials, right? Get those commercials out of the way. Last but not least, guys, join us on the Patreon. Listen, we have exclusive shows here on the Patreon, uh, exclusive shows daily throughout the week, right? So something going on every day of the week. Make sure you go ahead and join the Patreon. There are different tiers that suit your needs. You can follow us on Twitter and IG right there at NGN Talk. All right, and last but not least, follow us and subscribe to us on Facebook. Join the group, guys. Join the group. We have uh, our first, uh, it will be our first score prediction giveaway for a playoff game, right? Because this is the first time we're doing mm-hmm. it. It'll be our first score prediction playoff game uh, giveaway. All right. Uh, the monthly giveaways are still going on. Shout out to Miss Debbie. She's out there getting things and collecting things. I know firsthand because I was with her this weekend. She gets things. And now I see why she gives away good things. I could tell you that right now. She has a bunch of good stuff to give away, guys. So make sure you do the score prediction. I do apologize last week for the score prediction. My time zones were messed up. So when I clicked it to start at a certain time, it started it on the... Western, West, I don't know. It was weird. It was off, so it wasn't scheduled to start late. So that's why there was no score prediction. But we would definitely have one for this week for the Dallas Cowboys game. So make sure you do that. Last but not least, please email us, nittygrittynighters at Gmail. I've been getting emails, and I appreciate the emails. They've been all honesty emails and things just to say hello, things like that. And we appreciate those emails right there, nittygrittynightersgmail.com. Let's start the show off, Peachy, real quick with the sponsor. How about we do that? Who are we going with first? All right, let's hit it up with Ray's. 
because we are proud to be sponsored by Ray's Energy Drinks. They are so amazing and have so many flavors to choose from, like this week's featured flavor, Watermelon Frost. They provide clean energy with max recovery and insane focus. Most importantly, each can of Ray's Energy has absolutely zero calories, zero sugar, and zero carbohydrates to give you a smarter and healthier option. You shouldn't have to settle for an energy drink that contains more sugar and carbohydrates than you can count. Instead, Opt for the smart choice with the number one fan-voted energy drink on the market to date with Ray's Energy because we are raising the bar with Ray's Energy. Use the code name Drink Breezy to save on your purchase. Man, I like it when we got the real live Ray's going on. Now. Let's 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 get him let's get him on the one. Hold on, let me switch that up real quick. Bam, <laughs> bam, 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 bam. See how Mose knows exactly when to come in on the show. Isn't that kind of cool? Yeah, look at that. I keep missing record. I, I keep saying I'm going to record it so that we can show everybody, like on our Instagram or something. Here, what Mo do does. And, bro, you can't give show. away the just, trade secret. So go, go back and rewatch it and then just screen record it, dog. Uh, uh, it's simple. No, no, no he's no, not going to see it. It's on the back end. It. It's gonna, they're not yeah, gonna see the, it when you read. Oh, you talking about the backstage stuff? Yeah, yeah. we're supposed to be doing all the different. Well, how are you gonna record the backstage? I was just gonna um, record it on my phone. On the screen. Okay, you got you got the skill yeah. sets. You can yeah. do it. You, you can yeah. do all things uh, through Christ that strengthen you. All right, let's talk some football, man. Let's talk <laughs> some 49ers talk right now. Let's get right into it. Shout out to everybody that's wished me an early happy birthday. Yes. All right, uh, I truly appreciate the birthday, early birthday shout outs. I had an early birthday pizza joint tonight, man. Listen, my wife bought me bacon on the pizza and man, it was half bacon, half pepperoni because she only eat pepperoni. I was like, nah, I need the bacon on this joint because it's my birthday. So put the bacon on it, man. I don't think there's any slices left, dog. I think I just ate them all. Ate all my slices, but it's okay because I only eat pizza like once every two months or something like that. But I definitely OD'd and I'm drinking tea right now. So shout out to my wife for the birthday, early birthday pizza because I will be gone. I'll be in Dallas. Uh, you guys ever been to Dallas? Just curious. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So uh, what do you eat when you go to Dallas? What do you barbecue. eat? Barbecue. Yeah. Barbecue for sure. Yeah, I was yeah. fixing to say, I eat ribs when I go to Dallas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Specific on the barbecue. Like, is there bri- is it brisket? Are we talking oh, about all like, that? Everything. Ribs, yeah. brisket, brisket, you know what I mean? pulled pork, pulled oh, yeah. chicken, yes. ribs, yes, smoked right. chicken wings. I was gonna say some smoke. Yeah, I get some smoked wings, some smoked sausage, yeah. smoked mm-hmm. sausage. All right. Yep. I just make sure because I'm gonna go around. I got a rental car. I'm gonna be out there. I'm gonna go eat, and I'm probably gonna videotape and try to add some footage to the Sizzling Sunday show for this week because we're gonna be live in the in the, in the tailgate. Yeah, just don't Thanks. don't wear your 49ers jersey anywhere that you're gonna be eating at. You don't want no extra uh, that's gonna ingredients. It's going to be quite hard. Well, I'll, I'll be, <laughs> I, I tell you what, I'll be with my best friend. He's the Cowboys fan. I'll have him order there you go. the food and then right, go exactly. in. Right. You know what I'm saying? I, yo, man, Capricorns, we be a little bit smarter than y'all think. You know what I'm saying? IQ points. IQ right. points. IQ points. Let's go ahead and start the show off with some good old 49ers talk. I just had to get y'all theories on that. All right. Guys, Lakin Tomlinson, man, was given a bonus. He was he was given like an extra paycheck, yo. Uh, 49ers recently gave Lakin Tomlinson a $264,705. Yo, can I just get 64000 of that joint, yo? Right. Which, I don't I'll even take the need the whole 
705. I'll take the 705. <laughs> me too. That's what I'm just saying, give me fair. 60, just dog. give me that 705. I mean, just like, I mean, damn. Uh, it's an extra game check, a player who certainly deserves the bonus and is likely a priority for the team to extend this offseason. Likely a priority to a team to extend this offseason. Does anyone have Lakin Tomlinson's age, by the way? And do you guys agree they need to extend Lakin Tomlinson? I think he's playing some of the best football of his career. Uh, so what do you think, Peachy? Do you think this is a must extension for, for Lincoln Tomlinson? Do, basically, I'm sure you think it's an extension, but do you think they can get it done depending on how much money he's going to require? I think that they can get it done. All right. All right. He's yeah, I, think he, I think he found a home. He's 29. Birthday mm-hmm. is February 9th. So at the start of next season, he'll be 30. That's still young for an offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. Um, Mo, he started you 64. Though, real quick. You said at the start of the Super Bowl, he'll be he'll be 30. <laughs> Okay, I, I I misspoke. I misspoke <laughs> at the start of the IQ Super points, Bowl. Fair. IQ <laughs> as Fair said, he'll be thirty. Um, but uh, yeah, that that's young for an offensive lineman in my eyes. So uh, with that, I mean, this team has suffered so many injuries. This is the one guy who has shown you that for sixty-four straight games, he's laced them up and he's been out on the field. So uh, you have to, you have to, you have to. Lock up your guys who are consistent at staying healthy and getting on the field. Miss Debbie, is that a real place? Is it called Backcountry Barbecue 6940? 6940 is the address, bro. All right, Miss Debbie, please text that to me because uh, I'll miss that, but I'm definitely going there. GPS, hey Siri, take me to Backyard Barbecue. Not right now, though. Not right now. Okay, because she looked at me like, huh? Yeah, that's Siri confused as <laughs> hell. Like, Duh. What is wrong? You're gonna, you? you gonna go to backyard barbecue from Connecticut? You'll <laughs> <laughs> get there when they open tomorrow. Right now? <laughs> if Siri did that, I would leave the house or I would go get a I'll go get a uh Android. <laughs> Siri'd be like, Siri be like, no, nah, but Siri be like, listen, hey bro, if you want to, dog. I mean, who am I to tell you? Who am I to tell you not to go? 30,000 miles away from your house. <laughs> But you can catch an early flight right now. All right. So, um, yeah, I think we all agree. We've got to bring Lincoln back. I'm hoping that they – yo, you're going to be mad at me when I say this, but this offensive line is looking pretty solid minus the weakest link. Who's the oh, weakest yes. link? Who's Michael the weakest McGlinchey. link? Michael McGlinchey. I don't even think wow. he's the weakest link. Wow, Moe's. Really? I don't have Mike McGlinchey as the weak link. I didn't expect that to come out of Moe's mouth. Me either. Who's- Who's the weak link, Fair? I thought Moses was going to say, run skill. No, there's no R. There's no R. There's no R. <laughs> Pichy, who's the weakest link on the offensive line? I I thought that he was going to say bun skill, too. <laughs> I thought he was going to say bun skill, too. Like, I, according to his grades and stats, he's definitely the weakest link, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, he might be the most serviceable, though. So you can get I, – I think I figured out why they keep Bunskill around. He can play center, guard, and tackle. Just not well. It's just that he has the versatility <laughs> of playing that. But what if Colton McKivitz, who started at left tackle in, in the uh, absence of uh, Trent Williams, he came in. He was drafted as a guard. Mm-hmm. But if he can play, why not? All right, so hear me out. I got a scenario. I want to know what y'all think. We got the poll question going on in the chat. I want to know who y'all think is going to get the first touchdown points for the 49ers in this playoff game, all right? So don't forget to do the poll, and y'all don't forget to remind me to read the results. All right, we're not going to be here for an hour. I can tell you that right now. We got too much stuff we got to get to tonight. All right, so 
uh, what was I saying? Bunskill? That's Bunskill. what we talking about? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how most you don't have him as the worst. And my theory would be this. Oh, question for Moe's. You're you're like a, the trench guru. That's 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 why I ask you these specific questions. Only for Moe's. How hard or how difficult is it to rotate offensive linemen uh, in a game? <laughs> See, you didn't think um, that was a good question. This is a good question. No, right? no, no. I, no, I knew it was a good question. I, you always, you know, hit me with the alley oops with the good questions. It's very difficult because Damn. there's a cohesive nature. There's a cohesive that. nature of the five guys up front, right? Like it's oh. all it's it's almost like a synchronized dance Unit. with those five guys up front. Like they okay. have to know where everybody's Gucci. going. Five guys, there's, write that down. We're gonna do that. <laughs> there's, a, guys, there's a there's a there's a there's a lot of bodies in that space. There's a lot of feet and big feet. Okay, it's like a it's like a, a, a elephant stampede. Like you gotta watch where you're going, or it can get messy real fast. Me as a defensive player, as soon as I saw a rotation on the offensive line because somebody went down with the injury, not that I wanted to see my opposing brother get hurt, even though he's on the other team. But as soon as I see that, oh, fresh meat on the line, boys, let's okay. get after it. That And we attack that one guy because if he's so focused about his assignment and not what the unit is doing as a whole, it throws everything off. Facts. <laughs> I love these guys in the chat. I'm sorry for reading. They said, I won't remember the poll, even if you remind me. That's a fact, though, by the way. <laughs> uh, the reason why I asked this question, because I had a crazy theory. My what theory is? is this. Brunskill is better in run blocking, and McKivitz is better in pass blocking. So, so you want to K- actively switch them out? Why not? I mean, why not? Here's why you can't do that. That's why I'm every asking. time you switch, every time you switch them out, you tip off the defense. Oh, that if lets know you know you're gonna be passing. If they, if, if they know that Brunskill is in for runs, they run, run, run. Gotcha. If they see McKivitz come in for pass and you're doing that throughout the game, that's or, a, a a quick telltale sign. Or you can you they all right, hear me Play out. Action. Brunskill is not that much better, so you can still run and pass. What if you run and pass with both and then rotate them out to kind of get them off their toes? No, because the offensive linemen they they have to build that in sync. I confidence and cohesiveness during the game. They have to be in sync. I thought that was dope. That that's that's a dope show. That's a dope topic. Them being in sync. And so the reason why I said I asked that question because I'm looking at McKivitz, uh, McKivitz, uh, Colton McKivitz, and I'm saying, yo, this dude is not as solid in the run blocking game, but he's a better pass protector. So he's not that bad. All right, let's say uh, Brunt skills grade. Excuse me. Is a 74 and McKivitt's grade is like a 68. Why not just go McKivitt's on as a at the guard? You're getting better pass protection and slightly lessening in the run blocking game. Agreed. And and I think even kind of to your point of him playing guard, right? He's gonna be in a lot less space as a guard. So his run blocking, I did, you know, based on how it um um What's the word I'm looking for? How it should work out is as a guard, you're going to be better blocking the run. He's already better at right pass blocking because he's in and he's in more space as a tackle. Right, he should be that much better as a guard run blocking. I got you. I got you. I got you know the position. I, mean? I get it. That makes sense. I'm just saying. I mean, I, if I'm Kyle Shanahan, that's that's probably a way I would try to roll because we're struggling. So Jimmy in this game. We, we, we badmouth Jimmy a lot. He does make a lot of mistakes. 
But then there's times where the offensive line, especially on that right side, just ain't got it. Like they'll overload on the right and they'll they'll put people there. We missing chip blocks. We missing blocks. We it's just guys not blocking anybody. It's bad on the right side, right? Tom Compton, who we don't give enough credit to. Tom Compton came into this to this team this year. This dude has an eighty six point four. PFF grade and his run blocking is through the mother freaking roof. I'm talking like high nine, like nineties, right? His pass blocking isn't even that bad. So I'm saying he might even be better than Mike McGlinchey. He not even a first round pick people. So if Tom Compton is serviceable right now and he's doing what he needs to do, he's helping hold down that right side. We got to figure out the brunt skill because you you know, Peachy knows and Fair knows that you're going to line up as much as you can on the right side. As much. What, yeah. Like, they're not going to leave Micah Parsons on the left side. I know we get right into the daggone show. We ain't got that much time. We get right into Cowboys talk. You're not going <laughs> to leave Micah Parsons on the left side alone on the island with Trent Williams because, dude, the kid will be buried into the dirt. Let's just keep it a buck. He might think he can get around him because he's quicker, but that kid will be tired by the first eight minutes into the first quarter. Guarantee it, especially if he's lined up like that. And he's a linebacker, so he can edge rush, but he's a linebacker, and you're going to need him to do other things. All I'm saying is they put Randy Gregory, and God forbid they put (laughs) – oh, what's my man's name? The other pass rusher. D. D Lawrence on the same side. Oh, God. On that right side, we're going to struggle. I mean, listen, if if – if they're watching film on how to attack this offensive line, especially that right side, they would be stupid to not put on tape from the Arizona game. Yeah. Right. Because Arizona did that same thing. Oh, they with put JJ Watt and, and Chandler, Jones Chandler Jones on, on the, the same, same side and killed us. But you know why they also killed us, though, Mose? Because of Watt's, like, uh, his IQ. Oh, yeah. I mean, it wasn't that he football was getting, IQ, his power, yeah. all of that. It, it wasn't just his pressure that was creating a disruption. It was him getting his hand up in the air, tipping the pass down. Guess when else that happened? In the damn Super Bowl when we played Chris Jones and, and freaking Frank Clark. Chris and then, even though Frank is on the inside, man, they had him lined up to where he was just – he was just – just raised my hand from short. And so we see, we're seeing – I don't know if Dallas has those type of defenders – but I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't take a bite out of Arizona's playbook. I, I I wouldn't be surprised. Did the Cowboys lose to Arizona, by the way? Yes. Yes. And they lost to Arizona because Arizona decided to run the football. Correct. Uh, so we're going to talk about that because that's what we need to do to win this game. We're going to have that conversation. I can promise you that. All right, let's get to one more point, man. Here's the best, the best part of the news of the day, man. This is certain Matt Mayoko reported this. Now, I posted some video clips uh, from uh, Jennifer Lee Chan. That's where I got my clips from. Uh, well, this is certainly a good sign for 49ers. Likely a limited practice for Trent Williams, who appears to be in line to return to action on Sunday. You could say it was limited because I saw him hit some pads. I saw him stretching and retching. He was getting it out. He was getting it in. Uh, it was limited. It, was, it wasn't as hard as, you know, you would like to see was it going up against any defenders that to me is why it was limited but other than that Trent Williams is back guys and he said he's ready to play no matter what you got to put an elbow brace on him you got to do whatever you got to do he's ready to suit up out there Peachy how you feel about Trent I'm very excited that Trent is going to be out there Sunday Trent is a monster and we're definitely going to need that monster 
against this Cowboys front. So I'm I'm very, very excited to have Trent out there. I'm glad yeah. that he's back. Yeah. Anything else you guys want to add about Trent Williams, man? Would this Need game it. have been as close fair? And would the Rams game have been as close if Trent Williams was playing? Um, I don't know if we would have gotten off to such a bad start, start with like those early start, pressures right? and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it, I, just having Trent out there is gonna make that young boy think a little bit. So I'm I'm cool with it. All right, and and Mose, anything you want to add to Trent Williams, the 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 silverback? I mean, as many years as he's played in this league, especially in the NFC East. There's no way he's not suiting up to get one more crack at the Dallas Cowboys, even if right. it's even if it's not the same team that he may be used to. He still, you know, remembers those duels. And there's no way that Trent Williams is not suiting up for a playoff game. Like his elbow literally has to detach from his arm and fall off <laughs> for him not to play yeah. in this game. And he might take uh, that even, thing back. And even and and even then he might play with one hand. <laughs> and and you can't tell me that Trent Williams one-handed isn't better than half of the tackles in this league with two hands. Wow. Now, listen, we got 98 people. We got 100 people, over 100 people watching the show. Please participate in the poll. Once the poll reaches to at least 100 votes, I'll stop the poll, read the responses, start a new poll. That's how we'll do it. That way I won't forget, because other than that, we're going to forget. All right, so I love what you guys are saying about the silverback. I think the silverback is going to be there. There was no reason. I, I personally don't think he had to miss the last game. But, hey, he did. 49ers found a way to dig themselves out of a hole, and they found a way to come out victorious to send themselves into the playoffs uh, because Jimmy Garoppolo is going to have to be on his his, his P's and Q's in this particular game. Let me ask you guys this question, and this is just a, a hypothetical. Can Jimmy Garoppolo help his team beat Dallas if he throws two or more interceptions? Can they come back and win? Can they come back from a two more? And and if Dallas scores, capitalizes. How, how many That's points Dallas are they two. getting off those? Twenty. Uh, so if it's two, they get fourteen. If it's three, they get twenty-one. Oh, you talking about seven Ew. each turnover? Hell no. We That's get blown spot. out. No. We get blown out the water, bro. Right. Yeah, exactly. Spot, if we get great. if we giving up seven a turnover, yeah. Basically, you telling me we already spotting them twenty one. Twenty one points. Exactly. Ha, we getting our we getting our boot smoke. Yeah. See, but but you don't think that there could be any adjustments made to where the 49ers can just crack down, lock down. And find a way. All right, let's let's take out the 21. Let's just say 14. Because we gave the Rams 17 and we came back and won. So let's say 14. The Rams took seven of those 17. I'm just saying. We gave the Rams 14. We spotted them. 17. Yeah. We spotted yep. them 17. Excuse me. Yep. Before we even got started in the game. So I get it. I don't, can we, but so let's say we spot Dallas 14 points. Not, not 17, but 14. Mm-hmm. Is Dallas a different beast than the Rams on offense and defense to where we can't dig ourselves out of that hole? No. Nah, yeah, we can get out of the hole for sure. I'm not I'm not sweating Dallas to that point, but it's more like they are more explosive than the Rams mm-hmm. offensively. So if we're spotting them 14, man, it, it looks it's going to look a little uglier than what that 17 for the Rams looked like. It just they is. See, they, to me, they have they have a two back system, and I'll take their running backs over the Rams running backs for sure. So while I am positive that our run defense will show up and show out, if Jimmy's turning the ball over and we're spotting them points, so that means our defense is getting winded. 
Right. Tony Tony Pollard is a home run hitter. Home you run, give yo. him enough space. You give him he's like a um, monster, a, sort of a, kind a defense that no, he's not a monster. Don't do that. I, I mean, as far uh, as being a home run hitter, he's not fast as Moster. I'm talking no, about no, no, no. but when Moster I mean, hit that you, that hit that one cut, he's going. You ain't catching. Yeah. That's what I mean. Um so if you if you give him a defense that's out of position and that's gas, he can take it. Zeke mm-hmm. is gonna wear you down. He's not a home run hitter anymore. I got it's you. Physical back that's gonna wear you down. So yeah. for us, that's problematic if we're spotting them 14 points and our defense is on the if they're winning time of the possession, Jimmy's turning the ball over and we're spotting them touchdowns, they can control the clock with their two backs with, right. with Dak, who can escape the pocket as well. They got mm-hmm. the tight end who they use over the middle. They don't even have to throw deep to Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb and Cedric Wilson. They can control the clock and, and just wear us down because they have that type of running attack. The Rams don't have that type of running attack. And I think if they did, we might lose that game last week because on that third and one where we all said, why the hell are you in shotgun mm-hmm. in empty backfield mm-hmm. shotgun formation when it's third and one? I think if they had a Zeke Elliott and a Tony Pollard, they got even that if they're first in dance. shotgun, they're in they're in wing T. You know what I'm saying? They got the mm-hmm. they're in shotgun with two backs, and one of them is getting a handoff dive up the middle for a yard. So yeah. that's what we have to worry about with the Cowboys if Jimmy gets turnover happy and we're spotting them points. Yeah, yeah. Very, I, very no, good. one other thing too, like we have to remember that we had the Rams card for so long. We we've been in their head for so long that as soon as we scored those three at, ha- at before the half and then that touchdown air, like they felt like the world was falling. We we don't have that mind control over the over the Cowboys, man. So they're coming in there without <laughs> the same fear that the Rams had of losing. So it's a little different uh, chess game that we might have to or mind game that we're gonna have to play with Dallas, man. I feel like we're gonna have to impose our will earlier in this game to get the right. boys up out of there. Yeah, yeah. I, and I and I agree with you. I feel like we have to impose our will. The question mm-hmm. is, can we impose our will? That's the question because the 49ers turn over the ball a lot. That's what they do. They, yep. they turn it over a lot, right? It, and not even in fumbles, but even though Jimmy Garoppolo will fumble here, there, whatnot, but we turn over the ball. And guess what one of Dallas' strengths are? They create and get turnovers. And so right. this game, everybody's saying it's going to be a piece of cake. We should go out there. We're going to beat Dallas. They ain't got this. They ain't got that, man. I don't know what Dallas y'all been watching, and Not I don't care what <laughs> inferior teams they've been playing, but they putting up 50 burgers on teams, and we don't have any 50-point games last time I checked. I, I, we got 140. Am I correct? That was against the Lions. The worst team at that time, that was the worst team on paper. Right. Maybe Jacksonville was. But, the, but yeah. I'm just saying – we're not a high-power scoring offense like that because we don't try to get the ball down the field as much. If our yak guys can't catch a, a eight-yard route and go ninety-eight yards and get a touchdown, then we don't. We there's a possibility we may not get into the end zone. Y'all get what I'm saying? How many yeah, times Debo caught a, a eight-yard route and got to the one, and then we still didn't score a TD? We had to kick a field goal, or get sacked, or catch a penalty and get out of position, and now we punting. Speaking of punting, is our punter going to be back? Like we're right. not worried about. There's some things going on, and and since exactly, Peachy. yeah. Um, I was just going to say that um, another thing that the 49ers are going to have to do that we seem to have a problem with the second go around with the Rams is try to sustain drives. We have to keep our defense fresh, just like Mose was saying earlier. We have to to keep our defense fresh, and like you were saying, Breezy, 
because we're going to need Bosa and those guys to play as much as they possibly can on defense. And the only way you can do that is you have to keep them fresh. So we have to be able to move the ball down the field and try to gain this time of possession. Time of possession for this game is going to be the utmost importance that keep the Dallas offense off the field. That would be one of the best things to do anyway, because one thing about it, if Dallas gets hot and they go out there and their offense just starts clicking, man, they can put up some points quick. Thanks. They can score on you really fast. You that you have no idea. Like I I expect that. So from Kyle Shanahan, I expect bully ball. Why? Because their tendencies say that their secondary can't get to the run. And if you can get past that front line, your running back should be good. They be giving up. They what six four, six yards a carry? If they give up, what is it? They give up more than six yards a carry. They lose. Like they, we just have to run the ball. But the, my thing is, if we get stopped like we did in the last game on first down and only get one yard, and we get another two yards, don't stop running the ball. Like don't stop. Don't let that change the trajectory of your game plan just because. That's what happened in the Rams game, guys. We we're forgetting what really happened in the Rams game. Yeah, Jimmy, we, we can blame Jimmy Garoppolo, which I'm cool with, but he, because he created turnovers and he gave the ball back to the team, but the 49ers weren't successfully able to run the ball. And because of that, you put the ball in a quarterback's hand that supposedly has a bad thumb, and he just wasn't making the right throws, and they didn't look good at one point in time. And somebody pointed out to me, it wasn't until he got hit in the head and they didn't call it a flag, and he complained to the refs about a flag, and next thing you know, here comes angry Jim, Word. you know? And now all of a sudden, Jim is just lighting and dicing the defense up. So if that's the case, somebody punched the shit out of Jim at the beginning of the game. At the beginning of the game. At the very beginning. And I don't Red mean Warner. a teammate. I need no. a Dallas Cowboy fan. You have my permission from a player to smack him in the helmet just at the very beginning. Give him a forearm. If they call it, oh, well, take the 15 yards. If they don't call it, you got away with one. But I need angry Jim in this game, y'all. I need right. somebody like Debo to walk up to like Micah Parsons and be like, Jimmy said you a bitch. <laughs> he would say it just, just that nonchalant too. Yeah, and, and, and let Micah Parsons walk up to Jim pregame and say something slick and Jimmy look at him like, oh, word? Like, I need something like that to happen. Yeah, that's funny. That's too funny. Why are people calling me? I don't know. All right, so <laughs> here we go. Let's get to some of these contributions. We got some contributions out here, and we definitely don't want to miss those. Uh, and we're gonna after contributions, we're gonna get him right into this game and break it down. But Trent Williams is back at practice. So is Kwan Williams. He's back at practice. So is Aziz Alshair, ladies and gentlemen. He's back at practice. The 49ers yes. looks like they're getting a. I'm gonna talk about it on the morning show, so I'm not gonna tell you right now. But make sure you tune in tomorrow, 11:30 a.m. We're gonna mm -hmm. talk about that on the morning show. Go ahead, Peachy. You got the floor. All right. Super Chat Contribution! Oh, I love the Foghorn, man. Can we bring our own Foghorn to AT&T Center? I know. I mean, I, I'll do it if they can't hear it, but I don't mind bringing it. No, it <laughs> honestly, and this is something that I, you just said it, so it, it really just sparked in my head right now. Like, what if somebody, like, got like the mp3 that you could everybody could put on their and phone plug it in. as many as no 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 as many 49er fans that are in there oh, every time we score time? a touchdown if everybody on their phone did the foghorn yeah. with their volume up 
that yep. shit would ring out through the stadium, bro. Let's do it, y'all. Now you want to talk about you want to talk about taking over a stadium. Not Let's only will you see, not only will you see red, but if somebody was able to clip that sound and email it, text it to every 49er that was going to that game, and every time we e- either scored a field goal, I'm tweeting right got now. a sack, that's a great got idea. A, uh, a touchdown, everybody on phone. their phones go to their joint, turn the volume speaker. up loud. And hit it at the same time, and all you hear through the stadium is <laughs> through all of these phones, bro. It would be loud enough to make a difference. And people, uh, and the, the one, the, the Cowboys on the bench, and the Cowboys fans will be looking around like, "What the hell? Where but are all we? of us?" Would know, and our and guess what? Our players would know. Mm-hmm. You know? Do you know how? Uh, yo, you know how crazy awesome. the players would get energized if yeah. they heard the Falkhorn on an away game. They That's already a great saw idea. how crazy it was in L.A. But if they heard the Foghorn in Dallas during a playoff game, they would go nuts. They would have so much juice to go out there and perform at an even higher level than they did in L.A. Miss Debbie, I need you to clip this because we need to get this to the faithful everywhere. I'm we tweeting it right this now. sound on their phones so that when we score in that building, everybody put their phones volume all the way up, hit that Foghorn so the players can hear you. And we can get that energy up. And I'm that would mini, be crazy. I'm gonna have a mini bowl speaker with me, so it's. I'm, I'm gonna make sure I, I lead the trunk. I'm gonna lead it. I'm gonna be like 300, yo. We are Spartans. I'm gonna be out there. Oh, you're gonna hear mad loud from my and my joint got bass. You know what I'm saying? Thank you for the contribution, cousin Brittany. What did Santa Claus say to Miss Claus when he caught her cheating? Uh oh. <laughs> Is she watching Friday or something? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <laughs> ho ho ho! We got Christmas jokes now. I, I'm I'm sure there's a reference. I don't know why. I I don't know, but I thank you. I know I do. Niner Empire. Oh, you sent me a video. That's why I got on Twitter. I knew there was a reason why I got on Twitter. Uh, I'm checking it right now. View media. Uh, gotta go back out, gotta come back in. Go ahead and read the contribution. I want to see what this thing says. Wayne sent you a vid in Twitter just now. Watched the cornerback show this morning, and they mentioned that today is the first day they put on real pads for practice. They scared. <laughs> Do you think they scared guys? Um, because didn't isn't today the first day we put on practice? I mean, pads too. Because remember, Kyle gave that light schedule. We're going to have an off day. We're going to have no, it's going to be slow this day and then hard this day and slow this day. I mean, I mean, what do you think? Do you think they're scared? Um, I know Michael Irvin is scared, but do you think that the Dallas Cowboys, I know Michael Parsons isn't scared. But do you think the Dallas Cowboys have a little bit of fear of what's going on? They are playing the hottest team in the NFL right now. I mean, to to be perfectly honest with you, I think they, they saw what happened in L.A. I think they're more scared of that than they are us as a team, which I'm okay with that. Because if you're more worried about our fan presence and what that would do to us and not worried about what we're able to do as a football team, oh, yeah. worried, you already worried about the wrong thing. If you're a football Thanks. player, if you're a, a coach on that team, leave the fan thing to the fans. You need right. to be worried about the team. Mm-hmm. But I think as a whole, they're worried about what happened in L.A., and I think when they see that red, it's 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 psychological. Exactly. It's the psychological warfare aspect mm-hmm. of it. And as soon as they see all of that red when they come out to warm ups, 
when the Dallas Cowboys run out of the, the tunnel and they get booed at home, <laughs> it's that psychological warfare. They're going to be like, mm -hmm. oh, shit, here we go. And as yep. much as they try to do, they talking about, oh, Dallas Cowboys fans, it's a whiteout this weekend. They putting out either white T-shirts or white towels on all the seats in the stadium to get ready for the game to make sure that all of that white can drown out the red. Listen, all of that white is going to do is make that red look brighter. That's all that that white is going to do. I, I, that white I, I, is not drowning out. No red. Last time I checked, red stains. Thank you. Okay, so we're going to leave it at that. That's my that's my fight back. <laughs> red stains. Uh, before you read the next contribution, I do want to see if I can play the audio of okay. this particular uh, clip. <clears throat> For the defense to see exactly what it is that San Francisco does because they're so unique in how they run the football. This is not a traditional run game that they're going to go up against. So it's going to be... It's going to be the edges that need to be ready to play. So let, let's put the pads on and make sure we're setting the edge. It's going to be, you know, corner fill, safety's dropping down. Um, you know, this is this is something where everybody in the perimeter and the secondary has to be ready to attack this run game uh, because Kyle Shanahan is outstanding at exploiting the edges. So I'm, you, you, I think you broadcast a couple of the 49ers games this year. What do you see as far as the Cowboys attacking them? I mean, they like everybody's been talking about their physicality, but can the Cowboys, you know, use their many options, their many weapons to get around this team and get through? So I, 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 I'm glad we listened to it because now I got more context from what he was trying to say in his, uh, his uh, contribution. Shout out to Niner Empire Blood Rain. That's a dope name too, by the way. Um, or is it? Yeah, I said it right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, so now we get more context because. When they talk about putting on the pads, now they're dropping safeties in the box. They're dropping, they putting this on here. They want to set it up as if the 49ers are actually running the ball because you just heard them say, we don't run it. We're not running it on a traditional type of run game. We got some different things going on in the back. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now it kind of makes a little bit more sense on why they're putting the pads on because they need to be able to simulate how they're going to attack, hit, things like that. I can tell you right now, Dallas, none of that simulation crap is going to matter. Just because you think you know how we're going to run the ball, that don't mean that's what we're going to do. And even if we do it that way, we'll just switch it up. Especially now that we know we got a wide receiver that can throw touchdown passes better than our quarterback. All right, so let's go <laughs> to the next contribution. <clears throat> I didn't say that. This is a Jimmy show. T-Man! Thank you, T-Man. D'Amico Ryans played for the Eagles for two years. He's familiar with how the Cowgirls operate... Perhaps another advantage we have going into this game. I actually brought this up earlier um, about that. Yep. And definitely, I feel like this is going to be an advantage. All of the Dallas O-line is not there, but some of them are still there from when uh, D'Amico played against them. Yeah, the, I wonder if the coach is still there. That's the only thing that like really matters to me. Like, is it the same coaching scheme? Yeah, it's a little Absolutely. different. No, 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 no. When, when D'Amico played, no. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a little different. So he, th they may be different. That was that was one of the things that I was trying to say. They might run a different zone. Th I know they run a zone scheme. I, I like that they do run kind of like what we run, but they do more of an inside zone to the outside zone. Where we go outside to inside. It's like backwards. They do run a zone scheme, and they have more power. Like they have Ezekiel Elliott, like he talked about, who's going to try to gas you and gut you up the middle or whatnot, and just wear and tear on your defensive front. And that's what you want to do. You want you. That's why Trey Sermon, in my opinion, is important. And guess mm -hmm. where Trey Sermon went to the Ohio State. That's and guess right. who went to the Ohio State? 
Ezekiel Elliott. Now, Ezekiel Elliott in his heyday years, he was he was different. Like he he was different, different. Like he can get outside, inside, catch out the backfield. But you could tell he has a he's a little bit different right now, right? Like he's he's slowing down just a little bit. Um, so that's why I like Trey Sermon. And I'm hoping I know it's it's a playoff game. We haven't seen Trey Sermon in a long time, but I would like to see him get some ground and pound yardage because if he can get through that gap, y'all, yep. that's like seven to ten yards, man. You know, yep. and that's that's seven to ten yards that we necessarily don't count on. So I don't know right. how uh, shout out the team man for the contribution. I'm just I don't know how much of an advantage would be if it's a different offensive line coach, even though they do have some of the same players. That's what I was right. trying to say. So we have another sponsor we'd like to talk about. Sponsor time. Lids. Ooh, I got a new lid on too, y'all guys. I got to show it to you. We are excited to be partnered with Lids for your apparel needs. If you use the link in the chat, you will be supporting the channel and we will be talking about exclusive deals for the channel moving forward. Right now, Lids is offering 10% off when you sign up for the first time and free shipping for all orders over $49. I like that, man. So check out my new Lids joint. So boom, you get that. Then you got the patch on the side, the 40 years. You know what I'm saying? The Golden Gate Bridge, 46 to 86 you know what I mean? Just think it's kind of fresh, you know. I'm I'm starting to dig this uh this font, this old school saloon type of font. But shout out to Lids, our sponsor, guys. The the link will be in the description or in the comment section. All right, all right. Let's keep the show going, man. Let's get to some stuff about the defenses. Uh, let's talk a little bit about 49ers. Zeke is washed. It's Pollard we have to worry about. You know what, Black Caesar? I think I tweeted this the last time I saw uh Tony before Tony Pollard got hurt, and I saw him do the home run hitting that Mose was talking about. I was like, who in the heck or where in the mm-hmm. heck did Tony Pollard come from? Because he's lightning f- faster than Ezekiel Elliott. Lightning faster. It's a possibility he may be washed. Guys, do you think a 1,000-yard rusher is washed, though, in the NFL? Is that is that washed? Is 1,000 yards not enough? Because he's a 1,000-yard rusher. Yeah, I mean, it, I, he's, he's washed from his effect on the a game. Okay. So yeah, you can have a thousand yards when you know you have a team that's what twelve and five. So they were up in a lot of games. They didn't have mm-hmm. to pass that much. Right. So late in games, you know, you're handing them the ball off a lot. They got a two running back system, so you know his legs can stay somewhat fresh. But his effect on the game, like if you look at uh, Zeke's numbers from his rookie year to now, every single year there has been a decline, decline. in yards in season and yards per carry. Every single year, there has been a steep decline. He hasn't had uh, a run like uh, Adrian Peterson. He hasn't had a run like a Derrick Henry, who probably would have went for 2,000 yards had he not had that foot injury. So uh, every single year, it's been a steady, steady decline. So his effect on the game is not one that you worry about. You don't worry about, man, I got to we got to focus on Zeke because if we don't, he's running for 150 yards. He doesn't have that Jonathan Taylor. Derrick Henry effect to the game anymore. So Black Caesar is right. He's washed. He's washed. All right. I could dig it. I could dig it. I do want to talk about uh, these guys at the practice for today's practice. You got limited Al Shayer. Uh Marcel Harris is back. Ufunga, limited. Mitchell, Tart. Oh, Tart. Tart's playing. Patrick Williams. Punter Mitch Wisnowski. I was just asking about Mitch. Uh, he, they're all limited. If they're limited on Thursday, they'll probably practice on Friday and be mm-hmm. good to go yep. on Sunday. I can tell you that right now. But here's who's full. 
Nick Bosa, Jimmy Garoppolo, Dre Greenlaw, my man, Maurice Hurst. Y'all, look, Mo, Mose, if you don't stick up for these defensive line, Maurice Hurst is back. And talk about the addition of having him back on that line, bro. Listen, I already said the way this defensive line playing is crazy because if you look at Kevin Givens' effect on that game last week against the Rams, so you yes. mean to tell me I can, we can run out DJ Jones, Kevin Givens, uh, Kentavious Street, Street, sprinkling Eric Armstead, and then just for the hell of it, when we really need to shut that run down if we need to, we can run Mo, Mo Hurst out there to push that pocket even more and to collapse those lanes in the run game. Stupid. Bro, you can't tell me nothing. You can't tell me nothing. My, uh, my big boy's going to eat. They're going to eat. I and, that, and, and, and Dallas does have does have a Dallas does have a good offensive line. offensive line. I've and the way the you. way you the way you beat them is with rotation. That's yep. it. Yep. For That's sure. That's it. Uh, here's my question, if I can remember it. I remembered it when I said I had a question, and then of course it goes, but it has to do with defensive line, so it'll come back to me. Okay. Um, so we talked about rotation, you talked about Maurice Hurst. Oh, here it is. If Maurice Hurst is back and ready to go. Are you going to change up what's been working with having Armstead on the inside? Or do you put Armstead back to the outside, put Maurice Hurst on the inside with DJ Jones? I mean, I don't, I think it's just an extra body. You don't even really have to worry about moving stuff around too much, man. It's just another body that they, that the offense has to worry about. Another, some more fresh legs to put into the rotation. So I wouldn't really switch up too much, whatever's working, keep going with it. But, you know, the fact of us having him back definitely does put a little bit more pressure on that Dallas interior line when they're going to be trying to run. And, and we already know what he does. He stuffs holes. He bring, he requires two blockers most of the time. So that frees up the linebackers, man. All right. All right. I definitely think having Armstead has helped the run defense become number one over the past last well, last eight weeks of football since week eight, excuse me, in the NFL. So it's definitely helped. Uh, but I do miss him on the outside. Uh, and so when we're talking about a quarterback like, like Dak Prescott, I'm not too worried about Dak Prescott getting around on the outside when you got that long arm sucker just waiting, containing. So I don't know what they're going to do, but the option is there. But I'm with mayors. I mean, I'm with fair. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. Don't fix it. But it was broke because we didn't have Kinlaw. We didn't have Hurst. And they really wanted Armstead on the outside on base downs, inside on pass rushing downs. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, when you plan for that and that's how you're going through, um, you know, the preseason and you're going through all spring training and all that good stuff, planning on having those two there anchor in the middle of your defense. It is what it is, but, you know, it's it's safe to say the rookie um, D.C. has adjusted well and figured out a flow for his defensive line at this point. So let's just keep rolling with it. All right, we got another Super Chat contribution from Brandon Games 91. I'm assuming it says Games or Gomez or I don't know, you left out a letter. So I'm going to – Brandon, 91, in the building. Brandon, 91, in the building. After week 18, the Dallas Cowboys ranked first in total penalties, 127, yeah. 1103 yards, 27 OH10 DPI to the Niners ranking 19th with a league high 20 DPI. I think he works for Nitty Gritty Niners because he writes just exactly how I would have wrote mm -hmm. it. I would have put that bar in the middle to space that and then that bar mm -hmm. and then that bar mm -hmm. and then that bar. Shout out to Brandon, man. Appreciate that, man. That's what's up. Uh, yeah, man. They get penalties. Hey, but guess what? 
they don't call penalties for the 49ers. So <laughs> this is going to be right. interesting to watch. Oh, yeah, because, hold, no, hold on. Hear me out. I got I got I got I got to say this. I got to bring this back up. In the Super Bowl, the, the the Kansas City offensive lineman was the number one most penalized offensive line in the league. They got zero. Yep. Yeah. Who are the refs in this game? I hope it's not those refs. That's what I'm saying. I'm just Ooh. hoping it's not those refs, but it just doesn't matter because the 49ers barely get any calls. And when they get calls, they come at weird, intricate times, and they don't really inflict or help us on the game, except for one right. game. I think that Cincinnati game, they helped us a little bit. I think that was a game we got some calls. Can't remember. Mm-hmm. Yep. This is a good contribution. This is a good thought, man. Last and I mean, first and total penalties. 1,103 yards. I'm curious to know, Brandon, since you got the penalties open, where are the 49ers? Are we, are we, are we second? Are we top five in penalties? I would love to know. You don't have to contribute again. Just post it. One of us will see your comment inside of the comment section. Total penalties? Yeah. I thought that was in there. He says 49ers are ranking 19th. Oh, it does? Yep. Oh, that's yep. it. We're 19th, but we have a league-high 20 de- defensive Ah, okay. So, yeah, that's Josh Norman. All right. Yo, do you know Josh Norman? <laughs> no, 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 no. The, the dude has 10 penalties, yo. Oh. He has 10. And they was mm-hmm. what? At least eight of them were DPIs. A couple were holding. Dang, Josh. He said um, um that we have 102 penalties. 102. That's what I wanted to know the number. Mm-hmm. But we're ranked 19. Thank you, Fair. Thank you, Brandon. Okay, so found some information. NFL assigned referee Alex Kemp and an assorted officiating crew to the Cowboys wildcard playoff game Sunday versus the 49ers. Kemp has worked one Cowboys game, 27-20 to win at Washington on December 12th, my son's birthday, and one 49ers game. A 30 to 23 loss at Seattle on December 5th. Uh, we lost this game, guys. I'm sorry. Didn't we we didn't get any calls in that Seattle game? Now somebody pull up the Seattle game, find out the penalties in that game. I'm about to right now. Hold on. I knew you were. Let's go ahead and talk about the Dallas Cowboys practice <laughs> report, yo. <laughs> Listen, did not practice linebacker Keanu Neal, chest elbow limited safety Israel Makuamu. Okay, Makuamu. Makuamu. Uh, Mukuwamu. All right, full practice. Linebacker Francis Bernard. J-Ron Curse is back, guys. He's back off the COVID list. That's the safety. I think that's who's going to be assigned to George Kittle. I, I truly do believe that's going to be George Kittle. Tight end Sean McKeon. And running back Tony Pollard. He is going to get cooked uh, or bullied. Either one. I'm, I'm cool with it. Tackle Tyron Smith is back. Uh, Nick Bosa should uh, be able to win that matchup. And then uh, Nation, cornerback Nashawn Wright. Uh, not a personal matter. So that's that's who's back in their Thursday practice. I'll keep you updated, guys, who's practicing, who's not practicing for both teams, man, because this is a matchup. This is going to be the showdown in, 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 you know, in Texas, man. It's going to go down, man. Uh, and so I'm super excited. Let's check out this run D while Moses is getting that. So David Lombardi tweeted out that the 49ers have the number one run defense since their early bye week. Not even week eight, y'all. Their early bye week. We were just talking about Armstead moving in. Armstead moved into D tackle following Javon Kinlaw's injury around that time. D'Amico Ryan says, I think our run defense improved drastically thanks to the unselfish play of Eric Armstead. And on the flip side, shout out to Jordan Elliott, a.k.a. Splash underscore cousin. Cowboys secondary in their individual run defense grades per 
PFF. Trayvon Diggs is 81st out of 82 cornerbacks, which means he's second to last. Yikes. Anthony Brown, 47th out of 82 cornerbacks. Jordan Lewis, Michigan guy, 70th out of 82 cornerbacks. Jaron Kirst, 26th out of 64. He's their best. And DeMonte Casey, 51st out of 64. And when it comes to safeties, guys, their secondary either can't tackle. What does this mean? They they not hitting the right holes. It's, it, it, they not tackling. It, it, all all of that, all and it clubs. means it means they take chances yep. to try to make the big plays happen. All right. And we've seen with Dallas that yes, it has paid off, but it has also burned them for sure. For sure. And that's when we were talking before about folks getting you know uh, what was it burnt or or getting um. What was the other one? Beat. Burnt or beat. beat. I'm sorry, burnt or beat. Yeah. So <laughs> they get they get burnt a lot because they take those chances to try to get the pick or they try to make a big play or a hit stick tackle and it don't always work the right way for them. Let me let me ask you this question. They've been doing that junk for 18 weeks. Well, 17. They had a week off. Mm-hmm. How hard do you you do you think it would be to to change that tendency to go cold turkey and say we're going to play disciplined football and not take chances. No, nah, that's just I, not their I makeup. I think that's a I think doing that is more harmful than beneficial. Exactly. Because that's because not natural. Thinking, it's mm-hmm. not natural. You're thinking too much. Mm-hmm. If you're thinking, "Oh, I can't do this because I, I don't want to get burnt. I don't want to get beat." Now you're playing slow. You're right. not playing fast. You're going to get beat anyway. Yep. If that's how you play at this point, you in the, you in the, the tournament, you got to live and die by that. If that's how you play for 17 weeks, you got to keep that same energy now, because if you go to try to change it and play re- a reserve type of football, you're going to get beat anyway. So we would want, we would, we would want them. We would want to hope that they do that. Mm. Okay. Mm. And in that yes. Seahawks game, we had 10 yes. penalties so in the, for almost, in the, almost in the a football Seahawks, field. In the, in the Seahawks game with that ref, Alex Kemp and his crew, we got called for 10 penalties for 86 yards. Seahawks only got called for six penalties and 40 yards. Now, I got to yeah. ask the flip side. In a game he he refed against the, the, the Washington football team. I, that, I think that's I the got team. It. I got it up because I wanted to see the comparison. Seven, He called seven penalties for the Cowboys for 60 yards. Seven penalties for the Washington football team for 65 yards. So okay. it was an even game in that okay. perspective. So, so this this ref this ref crew, depending on what happens in the game, may call anywhere between 14 and 16 penalties a game just from this average. So 14, 16 added up 30 divided by two. They average 15, 15 penalties a game. Yeah, I like how you do that. Now I it, like it, it, could, it could it could fluctuate up and down. We see in our game. We got 10, Seattle only got six. In Washington, it was 7-7 down the middle. And in both games, the score separating the two teams was only seven points. So it's not like the referees, and I I mean, I don't want to say this to jinx it, but it's not like the referees or this particular crew impact the game to where it's a team is winning by 17-20, because the refs affected the game. It looks like they call a pretty even game. Correct. And it usually those games are close unless another team 
you know, is just that much better and, and it gets out of hand. But Dallas only won by seven and Seattle only won by seven. So, so this, all right, man. All right. There we go. Speaking of uh, winning, did you know that Debo Samuel is the first 49ers wide receiver to record a touchdown run, a touchdown reception, and a touchdown pass since who? The GOAT. The GOAT. We don't even call him Jerry Rice anymore. That ain't mm-hmm. his name. His he name is legally changing. He's called Goat. Don't he have his own company called the Goat? Because he knows yeah, Goat Fuel. Goat Fuel, exactly. Trey Lance is um, part of Goat Fuel. Hey Jerry Rice, man. Uh, I know I'm sponsored by Rays, but we would, we won't mind. I mean, absolutely <laughs> not. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> look, hey, love oh, love right. Rays, love the Rays, but uh, we are 49ers show. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And I'm saying, I mean, the best Rays want to create a 49ers flavor, but I'm just saying, you know, no, no, we... unless Rays want to create a nitty gritty flavor. Oh. If Rays yeah. create that that nitty gritty. We got it. We got to talk to our. We got to talk Eddie to our sponsor Gritty rep Gips. and see if, if if he can work that out. Cause hey, listen, uh, that that could that could be one of the mystery flavors of Eddie the month. Nitty gritty juice. I like that. Nitty gritty juice. Yo, hey man, when I tell I you, man, the brainwaves be flowing over here. They be flowing. <laughs> Light bulbs be flashing. But that shout out to Debo Samuel, man. I I I was asking. Uh, I forgot who posted that joint. Um, was it Jordan Elliott? I can't remember who posted it. I think it was. <clears throat> and I hit him up and I was like, yo, just, just refresh me. Are we talking 94, 95 or 95, 96? And he said 95. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember, was it Mike Shanahan as office of coordinator or Mark Tresson as office of coordinator? It was one of the two. Like, you know what I mean? But if it was Mike Shanahan, how ironic is it that Kyle Shanahan, the son of Mike Shanahan, made sure that his best wide receiver did with Kyle Sh- uh, Mike Shanahan's best mm-hmm. wide receiver did. And, and I, I thought that was pretty cool, but it might not have been him. And I might got names mixed up. So I can't remember who the uh, offensive coordinator was at the time. But it would have been cool if it yeah. was Mike Shanahan. That would be dope. GSU. Of course, GSU come and say that it's not ironic. I mean... It's just ironic. I had the boo. She had the chronic. The Lakers beat the Super Supersonics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Today was a good day. <laughs> oh, my Twitter day. DMs are blowing up. Sorry. 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 All right. Let's talk this game, y'all. Let's yes. get into some of the history of this game. We got, damn, it's an hour already. All right. 20 minutes. Sorry. Y'all Sorry. History. It's not good. 37 games. <sighs> Dallas is leading. Why is Dallas leading? Yeah, 1917 won. Oh, here's what's even worse. The Cowboys lead in the playoffs five to two. Look, the catch, and I call it the stretch. That's that Steve Young. I'm going to go ahead and just extend the full six, and, six feet body out and just get the touchdown to seal the deal. But that was the pick, too, man. That was the Eric Davis pick in that 95, uh, the 94 season, but the 95 playoff mm-hmm. game picked the Cowboys. So yep. you got those two games. Those are our only two wins, y'all. But both of those wins, did we win the Super Bowl? That year with the catch, because I know we won the Super Bowl that year with the pick, um, the pick six. <clears throat> Just do a quick refresher while we're doing that. I want to talk about the rankings before we get into Peachy's pieces. We already talked about Dallas being soft over the middle of the field. Jimmy Garoppolo should be able to have a field day if he has time in the pocket, and if he mm-hmm. sees guys wide open in the middle of the field, I expect him to attack the middle of the field. All right, I do expect him to attack the middle of the field, but I expect us, like everybody else on the show, we need to be running this damn ball. Without a doubt, we should be running the ball. Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead and talk about where we ranked. Your offense moved up, y'all. 
We were from 10 to 7. That's three Dang. spots in a week. Three spots in a week. We're averaging 375.7 yards a game. Our defense is only giving up 310. They're third. Our special teams kick returning. We know it's we know it's not. It's 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 serviceable, but it ain't no, nowhere no, near good. No, almost, no, say what you were gonna say. It's trash. All right, thank you. Okay, our punt return is trash. All right. All right. All right, there it is. Field goal percentage. We're at the middle of the league, just about. You see, we 18th. Mm-hmm. All right, and punting is trash too. But shout out to Robbie Gold for winning NFC player, special teams player of the week. Yes, absolutely. Right. Shout out to Robbie Gold, man. You did your thing, bro. I know people don't want to give you your 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 medals and stuff like that, but bro, you kicked field goals, you kicked off balls, and you punted, bro. And you had probably one of the best punts and best rolls we've seen all damn season. Facts. So, I don't know if there's nothing Gold can't do, but I hope he didn't overdo it because we need him for this game on Sunday, <laughs> yo. Um, so that's the 49ers. Those are their rankings. Here go the Cowboys, man. Number one in offense. So they're scoring, they're averaging more yards per game than, uh, you know, what our defense gives up, which is that 310 or whatever. But look where their defense is at. They're giving up 351 uh, yards, and we're putting up 375 yards. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it should be a game, and we're talking total offense. Guys, we're talking run and pass, not just pass. Run and pass. I want y'all to understand that. And then their kickoff return, they're fifth, because they have a guy named Tony Pollard. Take it out of the back of the end zone. Yeah. Now, punt return, they're worse. They don't, maybe they don't get that many. I thought CeeDee Lamb was their punt returner at one point. Or Cedric Wilson. I thought those were the guys. Could be wrong. Uh, but they're 30th. They're second to last. All right? And then their field goal percentage, they're 21st. So they're behind us. But look what they are, man. They got a punter, man. He's fourth. He's averaging 48.4 yards a punt, man. He's averaging 4. Uh, 48.4 yards a punt. So, guys, just initially... Before we get into Peachy's pieces, uh, I just want to hear from everybody. And then Peachy, you'll end it, and then you can go right into your pieces. But from fair, like, one thing that the 49ers have to do to win this game. I did my um, uh, lunch with Breezy today, and I talked about what we have to do to not lose the game. Mm. What do we have to do to win the game? Uh, One thing. One thing. Control the clock. Control the clock. All right. Fair. I mean, most Not turn the ball over. Not turn the ball over. All right. All right. I could dig that. PG? We got to run the football. We got to run the football. Run the football. I don't even care if we don't run it successfully. Right. You still have to run it. Right. Damn ball. I don't care if you got a quarterback, sneak it with Mm -hmm. Jimmy Garoppolo Run the ball. I don't care if you got a quarterback design run with Jimmy Garoppolo. Run the ball. I don't care if it's Debo, Brandon, George Kittle, Trent Sherfield. Find a way to run the ball. The more you run it, the more you confuse that defense. The more you confuse the defense, the more the defense is going to get tired. And here's the thing. If you, once you break that chain of running the ball, right? Once you get past that, oh, we can't get more than two yards, and then you start getting four yards, and then it turns into five, six, seven, and then you control the clock, like Fear said, and nine times out of ten, you don't got to worry about throwing it. Cool thing is our guys aren't fumbling the ball, knock on wood, so you don't got to worry about fumbling it, and so you don't got to worry about throwing it and creating turnovers. Right. I think this right here, those three things y'all said, is the formula. Peachy, let's get into one of your pieces, man. Who are the three players from Dallas that you think the 49ers need to zero in on? Okay, so up first we have Micah Parsons. Ooh. So 
Micah at 6'3", 245 pounds, is a good matchup player with great speed and ability to cover with a 40 time of 4.39. Man, that's fast. He has absurd athleticism, moves extremely well for his size, and moves extremely well laterally. He can blitz, move around, and can find the gap to shoot through very easily. He's very quick and a good run defender, has excellent reach, and understands how to get off blocks to make impacts on the plate. Also, his athleticism allows for him to cover running backs and can help neutralize tight end mismatches. All right, man. We're talking about Michael Parsons, man. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to keep it a buck, man. This kid's a star. I, mm-hmm. I can even take another step and say he's a creative player. Okay. He's a creative star, player, man. Creative he's, player. Like, the how fast this kid is at that height and weight, bro, is, is he's going to be amazing, bro. All right. I'm happy that uh, we're getting him a little early. How do we slow him down, Mose? Confuse him. Because he's young. He can't he's know young. everything. Listen, I mean, <laughs> I don't want to talk spicy. Talk uh, spicy, Mose. Give him a That's little what sizzle. This is about. Give him a little but sizzle. For, but, for, but for somebody being from the heart of Philadelphia, mm. like Southwest Philly, mm. like North Philly, like Nice Town. N-O-R-S. Him talking about some. I'm from. I'm from Harrisburg, where the bullies <laughs> get bullied. Harrisburg. Harrisburg is PA state capital, bro. Harrisburg was listed in U.S. News as one of the best places to live. Where, who, who bullied you, Micah? Talk to him. Who who who, who bullied you, bro? Here comes Talk the Undertaker. What 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 bullies did you have to overcome in Harrisburg, my boy? At six four two forty five. Come, come on, but bring, bring, bring that shit down to North Philly. Let, let me see you get bullied. Let me see you oh. bully somebody down there. Bring, bring that shit down to Southwest Philly, where it really get real in the trenches. Let me see you, let me see you bully somebody down there. So, right. I love Micah. I love him as a player because he does everything on the field and he does it well. I love his athleticism. I love his his instincts. I love him as a player. Fair said it. I'm glad we're getting him early. Because he's one of them young pups that think he got it all figured out, right? Mm-hmm. He's still wet and yet, behind the and ears. Yet, and yet he, he's so he's so His wet. His breath still smell like he, Similac. Still, still <laughs> smell like Titty and Similac. Still smell you know like. What I mean? So he, I, I I I I like the confidence in your game, but I love my team, and I know that when you come across this bully, this, this ain't Harrisburg, bro. This ain't the Harrisburg Cougars, bro. Like this, is something different, and and you 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 gonna learn something, youngster. Now you might make some plays, and I and I and I'll be happy for you if you. I do. expect him to make plays. That's but I, I'm but 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 I, I'm hoping that youth and that inexperience has him overzealous. This is yeah. first time in the playoffs. This is the first time under those lights for sure with that star on his helmet for sure. And, and it ain't like he. On the Buffalo Bills or the Tennessee tight. He got the star on his helmet. Primetime game. Mm-hmm. Sunday afternoon. The only one on TV. And the lights are brightest, and this is the right. game that everyone is looking forward to. No matter what team you root for, us, all I'm seeing on Twitter is everybody cannot wait to see Niners Cowboys. Yeah. Um mainly because of the history. Right. Um, Right, exactly. It's that history Mm -hmm. that it provides. I had uh, a student watch me on when I was doing the man to man show, and he was just talking. He's not a, you know, a fan of any of the teams. He was just saying he just knows how historic Mm -hmm. the game, 
how both teams been up and down for the last few decades, like just up and down, back and forth. And he was like, yo, this is going to probably be one of the most televised games, like like ratings-wise. It's going to be really high because oh, yeah. everybody's going to want to watch it. Sure. Um, I just want to add a little bit to that, and then, Peach, you can get to your next piece. Okay. You know, you talked about him being overzealous. Mm-hmm. And so I will say this about him. He's not afraid of anything. Right. I get that from him. I'm hoping, though, what I'm thinking Kyle Shanahan is going to do is use his overzealousness and outwit him. Right. He, he doesn't have this yet. Yep. And I can tell because he talks. I can, like, it, 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 you can hear it in his, his language. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's why Fair said, I'm glad it's early. Because five years from now, that kid probably going to be the best damn NF defensive yeah. player in the NFL. For sure. Sorry, For sure. Nick. I'm just telling say, you like it is. I say, I say three. Okay. Well, at least we're on the same page and we ain't had this conversation. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I can right. see the progression of him mm-hmm. only getting better once he starts to mature. But he has, yes. to, he has to accept right. maturity. All right? He has yes. to accept maturity. And once he does that, golly, man, this kid has all the tools. You just said it. What did you say his weight was? 245? He's 245 pounds running a 4-3 flat. Running a 4-3, bro. Mm -hmm. He can catch catch the ball. Look, yo, Fair said he's a – yo, he's he's Devin White mixed with Patrick Willis, Willis. mixed with Luke Keekly, mixed with T.J. Watt. Like, he can run. He can cover. He can blitz. He can hit. Like – and he can the line kid, up on the line as an edge, bro. You right. he can he can get in a three point stance, and his get off is just as nasty. That's crazy. That's crazy, Peachy. Who we going with next, man? And no, we're not bigging up Michael Parsons, but we're just giving him his credit. The dude is a problem, and right. the 49ers better be able to solve it. How about that? I'll leave it at Listen, that, Peachy. Who's next? It, I mean, next it, we got. It, go ahead, mm-hmm. Moses. It, 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 I was thinking about this during that. If we didn't trade up to get Trey. No, 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 no. We're not gonna have this and conversation. Say he was off no, the no, board. No, 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 Don't no. do it. No, 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 bro. no, 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 no. Imagine if we got Micah at twelve in this defense. Don't do bro. it. Well, can I say what I gotta say? This since you said what you had to say. If Jimmy Garoppolo had stopped guy hurt, getting hurt, and he was a better quarterback, we wouldn't have traded up to get Trey. We so this Jimmy would have sat at, we sat You see at how everything and Micah would have fell right fell in our right, goddamn right to, right to us. And, and and as well as D'Amico Ryan's has this defense playing, you mean to tell me you get a chess piece like Mo, Michael that's Parsons a rabbit that you can hole move we don't need to go down everywhere? No Yo, he could play safety too, y'all. Oh, All right, PG, who's the next Crazy. piece? <laughs> Imagine him blitzing opposite Nick Bosa. We looking for somebody to I'm replace out of here. I'm out. Any damn way? Mo, we looking don't listen, for somebody to replace for anyway. to do this. I said, Mo, please don't. Because then it's going to open up a can of whip ass. And that's what Mo's wanted to do. Because I wanted Michael Parsons, bro. When oh. Listen, y'all know I'm a Big Ten guy, right? So I get hands-on watching these dudes. You watch all college football modes, but Peachy and I get hands-on experience from this brother right here. Like, hands-on. So I'm like, damn. I didn't like Saquon Barkley. I didn't like Jonathan Taylor. These are guys that were, t- were menaces to society when it came mm-hmm. to Michigan. Even though yep. Ohio State stayed good, they were always in first place. These kids were giving us problems. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Peachy, who's the next piece? C.D. Lamb. Ooh. Ooh. Yikes. Ooh. At, ooh. at 6'2", he has exceptional ball skills, elite 
ability to track the football in the air and adjust. Does a wonderful job of positioning his frame at the catch point. The route running, the body control, the sure handedness, the elusiveness after the catch and the willingness to block. <laughs> C.D. Lamb, ladies and gentlemen. C.D. Lamb. What a progression he had came from his rookie year till now, though. Mm-hmm. You know, um, what are your thoughts on C.D. Lamb, Fair? And then, Mose, I want to know, how do we stop him? Dope. Um, you know, he's he's coming into his own, man. He's coming into his own. He's a player. He's, he's played well. Um, he definitely, you know, is dynamic with the ball in his hand and can also get up and get the ball. CD's really good, man. He's really good. I just like, and, and I don't know if we need to go there just yet, but I, I'm not really... I'm not scared of these receivers like I think a lot of people are, man. I, I I see what happened with with the best receiver in the league last week, man, and I see what happened with all those supposed matchup issues. And man, Ambry is coming along so fast, and we finally got our other boy on the other side opposite of him. And it, it's yeah. I'm not really shark coming back like. Ah. <sighs> yeah, okay. I'm not really sweating these boys like that. All right. All right. Uh, before, Moe's, you go, I want to know how we can stop C.D. Lamb. Uh, you mentioned Ambry Thomas, right? I still think, even though he's getting better, the only area, in my opinion, that he's struggling in is getting that head around and trying to get the ball at that high point. I feel like he's still misjudging that. So I don't know if that's a, uh, a, a, you know, a mental issue, a timing issue, or whatever. And the one thing I do know is that he's going to be their deep threat. Like, this is the guy they're going to try to push the ball down the field to because of the speed and because of his catch radius, which he has. He's like Des Bryant and Michael Irvin put together, like, but faster. Right? He has that catch jump radius like Des Bryant had. And and, and he's just a a playmaker like Michael Irvin. Like, like that, like that's what he is. And so, in my opinion, I'm just I'm a little nervous if they try to push the ball down the field because our secondary on paper is ranked, it's not ranked high. And so we're struggling with deep throws, right? We're struggling with the deep ball. And if he catches it deep and we don't make the tackle, that's six points because you're not catching them. And so I'm hoping that he's not being utilized in that route. I'm hoping they try to they try to finagle him and put him in the slot and do some stuff and then send Amani Cooper out. And, you know, we know Amani's been getting banged up all season, so he's probably going to get banged up in this game. So I, that that's what I'm thinking. I, I'm not, I don't fear anybody or anyone on their team. I don't fear these players. I'm just saying he could cause a problem. Hey, uh, Mose, if he does cause a problem, how do you solve it? One, you got to get physical with him. Physical. I, I don't think CD <laughs> likes physical play. All right. Just from 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 what I've seen, um, when you get in his face, when you get physical with him, when you jamming him on the line, I don't think he liked that. So that means you're dread. saying on nitty gritty Niners that you're going to start. Don't do Josh it. Norman. I didn't say that. That's the most physical DB we got. Ambry, Ambry, yeah, get up in your face, nah. Bro. I, nah. It ain't there yet. Ambry, I want get up it to in your be. face, bro. It, it's not there yet. Well, here's what Ambry, if if Ambry's in your face, then you got to watch his hands slide up to the face. Like, there's something, it, it's going to be there. Just like we talked about Michael Parsons, just a couple of things he got. There's something, he's a rookie. It's, it's going to come. 
I like Ambrose Thomas's physicality though, but I do know Josh Norman. If you put him in this game, and I know you're not saying that, Moses. I was just being funny. I'm just saying he's our physical guy. If you and he likes to jam, that's what he likes to do. Do you put him in this game? Mm. No. <laughs> I think no. <laughs> I, I mean, listen. I I agree with Fair. I think I think you try Ambry. I think you I think you try it even with. Um, a Manny Mosley, and you know what? He didn't look good in the slot, but give me no. John, give me Dante Johnson on the outside against CD Land. Yeah, when you, I like when you look at when yeah. you look at body type for body type, both Linkiness both CD Lamb, Dante Johnson six I'm two. I'm now in. obviously CD got is a little bit more quick twitch, and see there they're going to use CD as a deep threat, but CD's not four three. He's not no. a he's not a four two guy. I think so was, I think it, like four four five or something like that, like four four. Yeah, he was fours, like low four fours, low, low high four fours, low four fives, something yeah. like that. Yeah. So I I think you can use Dante Johnson on him as well. Just somebody that's going to be physical with him at the point of attack, right at the line of scrimmage. As soon as the ball's hiked, just give him a jam. You don't got to hold him up for five seconds. Just give him a jam, a, a split second, one second. That's it. Just give him a quick jam to throw the timing of the route off. Because if Dak looks that way and he sees that he got jammed and that timing is off, that takes him out. And Dak is going to have to look somewhere else and come back to it if he doesn't have any pressure. Or hopefully we can get that pressure and he doesn't even look CD's way. There are other receivers that we have to worry about, but I think the the, the first point to stopping him is to get physical with cd and I when like he catches the ball still get physical, get physical. With him he don't, i don't think he like getting hit either nah and, and and one thing i like about our dbs you know what they do well they hit they hit i don't care if it's ambry i don't no care if it's, even if it's josh norman which i don't mm-hmm. think he should play in this game all right josh norman does not need to be in this game because my theory is if you play josh norman and then you give them extra yards due to penalties, mm-hmm. it will be hard to find a yes. way to get Jimmy into some rhythm on offense. That's right. So I think you got to keep him off the field at, at all costs. And I think he's he's a vet and he understands that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But, yeah, man, yeah. these guys are going to pop. Let's get to our uh, last piece. All okay. right. All right. Dalton Schultz. Oh, I like okay. it. The former mm-hmm. Eagle. Eagle. Yep. Fly, mm-hmm. eagles, fly. Don't you sing that bullshit on this show. I, I hope Facts. I messed it up. That was my whole point. I hope I messed it up. <laughs> After losing Blake Jarwin for the season with a torn ACL, this 6'5 tight end has certainly stepped up. He is a very tough player and has amazing catching ability. He can also block and stays physical through every snap. Has a lean, athletic frame and can shake defenders with the ball in his hands. Yeah. Dalton Schultz, man, uh, fair. What are your thoughts on Dalton Schultz, man? Here's his stats, man. He got more. He got more touchdowns than Ceedee Lamb. Yeah, and I think he came on more late, late towards the end of the he year. Did I know because, he, uh, I think he had two against the Eagles, right? Yeah, their yeah, their tight end, their starting tight end, got injured, man, and he just took over. Yeah, because I remember playing him last week, so in fantasy, so yeah. But um, I don't know, man. He he's he's a big boy, man, and you know, we'll have to see how we match up on him. I'm I'm really trying to think who we're gonna put on him because he's he's a solid receiving tight end and he also could block 
it's a it's a good matchup that I'm interested in seeing what D'Amico's gonna do with him, to be honest. Now, how do we stop him, Mose? I mean, I got one answer, but is it is it gonna be the answer that you come up with? How do you stop Dalton Schultz? Um, I think if you're if you're not gonna go man, and I, I think if you do go man, I think you gotta put uh tart on him just because of the, the physical nice. physicality at the the point of attack um, and when the ball is at its highest point, um, I think Tart probably gives you the best chance to to body this big guy, even though he's given up uh, three or four inches to him. Um, but I think, you know, in your zone drops from your linebackers, you, you got to be at the right depth. Too yeah. many times we've seen Fred right. Warner Just in the depth. right spot. Wrong depth. When you say right spot, he's right in the line. He's just mm-hmm. not he's as right far back as he should ball. be. Like but the, you see him go like this with his hand, yeah, and the right ball is over his hand because he didn't get enough depth. And I, I would hate for a touchdown over a middle or a big third and long conversion over the middle because Fred diagnosed it properly, but he wasn't at the right depth i think if you're at the right depth and you can take away his effect you know in the middle and underneath um and then you you put a guy who's physical like tart on him i think you can minimize his effectiveness in this game all right all right man i see a lot of people in the chat talking about putting linebackers on him as well because you got the best probably cover linebackers they're healthy greenlaw's back al shahir is back as well so depending on where he's lining up they're probably going to use him He's not a great blocking tight end, but they're probably going to use him in some of these run blocking schemes or whatever they're going to be trying to do. They're going to really try. I wouldn't be surprised if they if we see more Tony Pollard than we do Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel will start the game. Pollard's going to come in and try to really jam, shake up that defensive front. Like I guarantee you, because it's a quicker speed to the outside. We And, and if by anybody, the 49ers should be able to defend that because that's what we that's run. Right. That's exactly what we run. You might not see the wide receiver tosses. Guarantee you'll see one, though, because the Rams tried it, too. The Rams tried it one. They tried to give us a taste of our own medicine mm-hmm. in the Cooper Cup. They really did, and it worked. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. oh, shoot, here we go. Yeah, they got, like, mm-hmm. what, like 18 yards like, on that it was, it, was, like that? it was a working, yeah. It was definitely yep. one that worked. And so I was just like, all right, all right, all right. So we got one more sponsor to get to, and then we're going to wrap up this show. We'll do our, uh, we'll do the poll. We'll do our um, score predictions, and we'll get on up out here. Hold on. One, before I get to one more way to stop Dalton Schultz, the pass rush has to be effective early. If Nick Bosa is, a, is effective early, how do you take a tight end out of the game? You got to leave him in the chip Bosa to help that tackle. And That's he won't even be in the game to block the game. He he won't he's not their blocking tight end though, so he might not even be the one in. He can get in there and get a chip though. Like he's gonna have to help. Mm-hmm. I, so if if Bosa's lined up on the side with Tyron Smith, I don't think he's gonna need much help. But let's say Tyron start getting worked inside and out, or let's say they move Bosa onto the other side, side of the field where he can so, work Collins. Like yes. like yes. they're gonna have to do something to nullify Bosa, which I expect. Yep. But what we got though is Harden. death. Okay. Mm-hmm. We got depth, bro. 
That's you right. You got Artie Key on one side. You got you got Jordan Willis that could come in there. Yes. Evil Com could get some. Yes. You got depth, like great depth, because the inside is back. Maurice Hurst being back is probably the biggest key addition to that defensive front. I'm gonna tell you right now because I love DJ Jones and I think they got to resign him. I love what Street's been doing, but he's still the weakest link out of all of the of our. our and you got Kevin Givens balling the hell out of his career, right? Oh. That's your depth. Then you can move Armstead inside and outside, so you can have him on the outside, move him switching to the inside depending on how they do and i i just i don't see you know what michael Irvin said he said he wishes that the dallas offensive line was the old dallas offensive line when they were younger same offensive mm. line but when they were younger he says they're older now they're 10 12 years into the league the majority of them right 10 12 years into the league he says going against this defensive front it's going to be a problem yes that's from the legendary all pro hall of fame Ex-Cowboy that we hate, that we kind of like now, because all he do is root for the 49ers. I'm just going to say that, that. Peachy, go ahead. You got the floor. <laughs> we are definitely sponsored by my bookie. It's the moment you've all been waiting for. The NFL playoffs are here, and with my bookie, you can take home your biggest wins of the season thanks to their double deposit bonus. It's easy. Sign up with my bookie and use my promo code, Breezy100. Make your first deposit and bang, double your money instantly into your account up to $1,000. Now that you're loaded up and ready to go, it's time to place your bets with no regrets and get your wins when it matters most. If you're torn about where to place your first bet, listen up because I'm going to give you a push in the right direction. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. My bookie. My bookie. My my bookie. All right, guys, let's get to this poll question so I don't forget it. All right. And so we got the votes that I said. I mean, it got way past the 100. Yo, that chat is flowing. God dang, y'all can talk. Y'all need to be quiet. All right, here we go. The poll <laughs> question results. Uh-oh. I think I lost them. The poll question results are, are in. Who? Drum roll, please. Who will record the first TD? I got, I got the drum roll. Who will record the first TD for the 49ers against the Cowboys in the NFC wildcard matchup? He's with Elijah Mitchell, Debo Samuel, George Kittle, Brendan Ayuk. Damn. 34% of the votes went to Elijah Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Elijah Mitchell. Okay. Now, yeah. I should have asked, is it going to be a passing TD or a rushing TD? What do you guys think? Rushing. Rushing. Yeah, Sorry. rushing. I'm thinking it's going to be a passing TD. I'm going to go against the grain. Because <clears throat> I think it's going to be a Jimmy Garoppolo, Elijah Mitchell in the flat, take the ball up from the 12-yard line and be right open, walking into that end zone. Elijah Mitchell, first TD. I like that. I like it a lot. Definitely like it a lot. Shout out to everybody that participated in the poll. Guys, I love those that are participating, guys. Trust me, we are going to be doing something special for you, all right? We're going to be doing something very, very, very special for you. And then I got to talk about what I'm going to be doing this weekend, all right? So hang in there. Black Caesar with the contribution. Cowboys, wide receivers will get theirs. But as long as the Niners bend but don't, but do not break, they will be all right. Bend but do not break, y'all. That's the motto. That's what I, that's what we've been doing. Ben don't break. So yeah, stick but to you the know script, what? Basically, I I think we're a better Ben don't break team than we were with Robert Sala. Agreed. I agree. I think Agreed. we're better. Like and and when you look at the results, 
they're most of the time they only give up three, but then the majority of the time they don't give up anything. And then on the goal line, nine times out of ten we stopping the teams except for this past one because Jimmy Ward had a brain fart and he decided to crash down on the play. He bit real right. hard on that play actually, yo, like, for no reason. But but why wasn't Tart the guy there? I'm because curious. Tart is Tart is on. Um, he was on the line. He, he's no 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 no. He's coming in. For that outside run, that's his. That's what I'm saying. He yeah. So Jimmy was behind it, was, it means Jimmy gets overflow. Over right. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So Tart was spread more out to he stop. He was there the on run. that side, so he's supposed to be able to crash down on the running back. That's what I thought. Run okay. Yep. Jimmy's okay. behind him, meaning he gets anything that comes out behind Tart. Okay. So he gets and the I, overflow. I, so his, that's his, exactly his what eyes I was thinking. See it. I was thinking. Mm-hmm. I was thinking that, and I just wanted to ask you to get clarification. Yeah. All right. We got more contributions. Go ahead and do. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Sean. Why are we afraid of a lamb? We swallowed, sl- slaughtered 53 lambs and their shepherds in LA last week. Cowgirls <laughs> are done. Waited since 1994 uh, for this whooping. Zeke is slow now, guys. No run, Dallas. No win. Can't stop our run. Be blessed, fam. You be blessed like too, it. Sean. Sean, we're going to leave this up here for a little while because right. we're going to address everything in this thing. Mm-hmm. I swear, Sean comes in late, but he's always on time. And let me tell you something. His contributions and thoughts are well planned. Let's read this. Why are we afraid of a lamb? We slaughtered 53 lambs and their shepherds in L.A. last week. So not only did we slaughter the lambs, we also slaughtered their coaches, shepherds. Shepherds. All right. The cowgirls are done. Sean, I'm with you. Peachy's with me. And I know everybody else in this building, we haven't beat this team since January 15th, my birthday, 1995, when we comes to the playoffs. All right? We haven't beat them in the playoffs since then because we haven't seen them in the playoffs much. But, guys, mm-hmm. this is a problem. Seven times, two wins. That was the last one. Our defense then was subpar. Eric Davis starts the game off with a pick six. And we went up 21-0 in that game, and we never looked back. Dallas did come back toward the game, and Steve Young says, not on my block. And I'm going to go ahead and seal the deal. He gets the Gronk spike. That was the first time I saw the Gronk spike before Gronk was even born. Steve Young spiked the hell out of that ball on that touchdown. If you don't believe me, go and watch the video clip, guys. Sean, thank you for that contribution. Uh, Before we do score predictions, guys, uh, let's, let's go ahead and take that off real quick so I can talk about this really quickly. Guys, I am partnered up with our brother, John Chapman, from the 49ers Rush podcast. And on my birthday, all right, if you're going to be in Texas, all right, if you're going to be in Texas, make sure you go to 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Get your tickets because we're going to be at Bombshells 701 and Watson Road in Arlington, Texas. All right, come join us for the game, the pregame. We're going to have a party. I was just with them, got with these guys last week, him, Eric Crocker, and a lot of the other faithful we were out there. Uh, and Nitty Gritty Niners, we're going to be giving away $200 in gift cards, which means if you buy your raffle tickets, you participate in the different types of games and think trivia games we have going on, you can win up to $200 in Visa and MasterCard gift cards. So if you're going to be here, go ahead on, go to 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Go ahead and sign up today. Get your tickets for this event. You do not want to miss out. Plus, you're going to celebrate my birthday. It's on my damn birthday. So come on and buy your boy Breezy a drink or two. Shot. A shot. I only do shots. Shot. Crown Apple, too. That's, that's what I want. All right. Or should, yeah, we're not sponsored by no liquor. Yeah, shots. All right. So I hope you guys are there. Uh, it's going to be really cool to be with the faithful uh, out in Dallas. And guys, listen, 
Mose had a great idea at the beginning of the show. I tweeted it. If you heard the idea or if you see the tweet and you're following us on Twitter, retweet it. And if you're going to be at the game, let's do it. Let's, I don't care where you're sitting. I'm in 404. I don't care if you're in 401 or 104 or 44 or negative 133. I want y'all to retweet that and put that phone with the foghorn. If you need the MP3, holla at your boy Breezy, nittygreenyniners at gmail.com. I will make sure I send you the MP3 for your phone, all right? All right, let's do it like that. Let's do score predictions. Let's get on up out of here. All right. Whew. Who wants to go first? I'll go first because I already have okay. mine ready. You, you set the tone. Go ahead. I have 49ers, 34. Dallas Cowboys, 31. Damn. Three-point game. Shoot. Nobody wants to go second? 31-27, Niners. Okay. 31-27, okay. Yeah, I got it. I, I got my score. Mose, you want to go next? 3124 Niners. All right. I'm going 3828 Niners. Woo! 31 what, Mose? 3124. Okay, and you said what, Breezy? 3828! All right. Let's go. Same score as my birthday score. Why? Because it's the day after my birthday. So they're gonna do it again. What? What? We're gonna do it again. Yo, 12A, yeah, I'm on my way to the club. Put your hands up. How Mac come through on the club tip. That was Everybody, one of the hardest verses. You can't, and the beat was hard. Wasn't that Rockwaller? I think that yes. was his beat. Man, cool dude, oh. too. And he could play piano, man. I know him. Let's see what um, we got out here. We got 3121. I like okay. it. 4220. Woo! Yeah, Vader, if we if we do 42-20, I'm gonna send you eight dollars <laughs> for a shot. If we score 42 points, you're gonna get a shot on Breezy. Tell you that right now. 1994 score 30. You already know GSU for life. You see where I'm going with it, baby. 30-24, Jaron Austin. I like it. I like it. That's tight, though. Peaches was tighter. It got me kind of nervous. I Peaches, I can't do no more heart attacks like that. I die about eight I times. I know. I you know. You trying to Fred. kill me again? Peachy doesn't want me on the show anymore, y'all. He wants me to die <laughs> from heart attacks and cardiac arrest every time the 49ers have a close score. Man. I had everybody in my mama texting me while I'm at, including my mama. Uh, son, are y'all going to pull this off? I don't know, mom. I'm trying to watch the game. Same game you watching. I'm just here. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't ask me a dumb question like that. You know what I mean? Anyway, we got one more contribution. We're going to get up out of here. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to Nitty Gritty Niners Talk. We truly appreciate you. This was the preview show. All right, let's go with Neil of Fortune. What's going on, Neil? Uh, Super Chat contribution. You and Debo. Mm-hmm. It's inevitable, baby. And my daughter. And oh, that's three Aria. ways. Aria. That's right. Yeah. Three ways. All right, guys, let's go with final thoughts. Let's get up out of here. Only thing that I have to say is that 49ers need to get this win Sunday. And I'm also rooting for my son team, the Philadelphia Eagles, because I do not want to take my black behind to Green Bay and have to deal with that negative 10 degree weather that they're going to have out there next Sunday. Yep, I went ahead and checked. It ain't good. The whole entire weekend is going to be some brand new kind of cold that 
I'm just not prepared for. So go Eagles. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So she's rooting for the Eagles and she's rooting for the Niners. All right, cool. That works. Cause she don't want to go if to the negative 10 degree weather. All right, cool. I could do, I could dig it. Final thoughts. Got it most. I mean, it's, it's, it's everybody on no. It's one at a time. We, we did all of that, all the ups and downs, all the trials and tribulations, all the excitement, all the, 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 the moments where we're on here screaming out. The players put in all the effort to get into the tournament. This is what you wanted. You got it now. You got to show right. up. Take care of business. And you know what that means. Run the ball. Control the clock. Don't turn the ball over. We know what we got to do. It's just about execution right now. We got to go out there and do it. Faithful, show up, yes, show out. What we did in LA, beautiful. We need to be three, four, five times that in Dallas. The, the them boys need to know that we in the building and that we there. So that's all we got to do. Dope, dope. I dig it, man. Fair. Um, I just want to kind of go through the week, right? So I don't know about you guys, but. I'm just kind of over these Dallas Cowboy fans more than anything. I have a lot of Dallas Cowboy fans as friends. I'm pretty sure they're not friends this week. I have a lot of Dallas Cowboy uh, fan relatives. We ain't blood this week. My barber, my barber is a Dallas Cowboy fan. He He won't even return my text message. (laughs) I wouldn't let him cut you here this week. Yeah, don't let them cut it so, this week. I, I mean, I'm just I'm I'm just tired of them. I'm tired of hearing we them boys. I'm tired of hearing about Ooh. how you know Dak is gonna go crazy and, and Micah is gonna go crazy on us and we can't do nothing with this one or that one. It's time to show and prove, man. I like that. I it's time to show and prove. So I really have a lot of faith in our team. I'm not overconfident. I just know that if we play our game. And we play the way that we built. I think we could be anybody, and it starts right here in Dallas. Amen. It definitely does. Look, the 49ers just got to win. I don't care how, they just got to win. They got to find a way to will themselves. If they go down, we've watched it. Listen, we've watched this team face adversity year after year, year after year. They're back in the playoffs. They're not as good as they were in 2019. I wouldn't say that they're not as good as they were in 2019. 2019 was a different chapter. The whole league was different. But they're as good as they are now, and they found a way in. And now that they found a way in, they got to find a way to win. All right? And when they find a way to win, that morale, that camaraderie, that hoopla from the team, all it's going to do is keep building. And then it's got to, it starts here. Like most, actually, you know, it started last week. They mm-hmm. dug deep. The whole team, yep. the coaching, Jimmy, running backs, pass catchers, everybody, defensive line, water boys, ball boys, they all dug deep and they got out of there. They got out of there. Matter of fact, they hung their heads high the whole time. They never hung their heads low. They went down. They found a way to get around all of that adversity. And that's my thing. If they can do that on the road, then there's nothing that can get in their way. And all they got to do 
is not beat themselves. If they don't beat themselves, they win this game. I don't care if it's by flying colors or watercolors. They go out there and they take this victory and they head to the divisional round. Ladies and gentlemen, that's it for the Nitty Gritty Niners Talk Band. Catch us on Nitty Gritty Niners Talk after dark on Saturday. The crew will be back talking about something you're going to want to listen. You can only get that exclusive if you're a member of the YouTube channel. So go ahead and join today. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Hey, stay up. Stay faithful. But always keep it nitty and keep it what? Gritty. We'll see y'all later, y'all. Thanks for watching. Mutter scums. Go Eagles. Go Eagles. You can't say that on this. Thank you so much for tuning in to the podcast. Please follow and subscribe on twitch.tv backslash Wayne Breezy. Also on YouTube, YouTube backslash Wayne Breezy.